You're listening to Authentically Me, a podcast dedicated to activating the magic that is within us all through the power of authenticity, sharing, and transmuting with love. Here, you will find real-life experiences shared through the lens of everything is always serving. We are led through this journey by your host, Serena Rose. Serena is a ceremonialist who believes our life is just one big ceremony for our soul. Connect to your soul and enjoy the ceremony. Hello, Authentically Me Beauties. I wanted to jump on and give you a quick intro into this week's episode because this is a blast from the past. I recorded this episode last year with a dear soul sister of mine, Chrissy Marie, and I re-listened to it. I rediscovered it this week and I couldn't put it down. I could not put it down. There is so much juicy goodness in this episode and I hope that you enjoy it as much as I did. My authentically me beauties. Thank you so much for being here. Today is Friday, Friday, and we got some special guests in the house today. It's a dance party when you're with Chrissy Murray. Um, yeah, I just made that up. Chrissy, welcome. And can you tell my listeners a little about yourself? Who are you? Yeah, thank you. I loved that intro. That was, that was authentically me. (laughs) (laughs) We connected. Adore. (laughs) Thank you for having me on. Yeah. So Chrissy Marie, that's the name I go by right now. And I am a maverick of play, dance, singing, art. Uh, Recently just became a spiral practitioner as well. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. It's been quite a reconfiguration process that's been really beautiful and exciting. And yeah, yeah, I've just been for the last couple of years, I've been stepping into, I'm stepping out of social work and into the healing, coaching, newbie entrepreneur realm and bringing a lot of my genius and magic around wonder and courage and transformation to, to those souls who feel called to step in. Mm-hmm. So what does that look like when you invite others to step into their play and their hope and their wonder? What is a way that that would show up? Mm, That's a beautiful question. (sighs) So I, I see it as this process of coming back home to self and what that looks like is unearthing and bringing the parts of us that we've either repressed or completely forgotten about back into the light in order to 
fully express and embody the rainbow of color and beauty and dynamic that we are as human beings. And it's not just the, the parts of us that are, are beauty and wonder, whatever that means to you, but it's really embracing all facets of our being, all of the emotions, all of the identities that we hold or reject and, and coming to a space of full appreciation and sanctuary in our own bodies and a lot of the work that I do is, is bringing those shadows into the light and loving them into the light. And then also nurturing the fire of conviction and wonder and magic that creates space in the body and space in the spirit and the mind for intuition and creativity to flow. Mm. That is so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. And I'm finding in this moment, Chrissy, that I just see so much of myself in you and mm. thank you so much. And that thought for a second surfaced and I was like, I can't be like her. No, no. Like I need to be my own person and um, kind of rejecting or backing away from that. And then I just mm. thought to myself, why in the world? <laughs> Why in the world? Why would I do that? Because um, you're such an awesome human and it's amazing to to see myself in you and see the light and love that is here and that, you know, we never really fully step out of, you know, it's always here. It's always existing. And I love that I, I see myself in you and I love so much about how you share and show up in this world and exist. And it just, it excites me. Like you activate the inner child within me that loves to dance and sing. And, and I actually have on my little bulletin list beside me of things to talk to you about. I have the word hmm. multifaceted mm. because we are as humans so multifaceted and I literally jump up and down in excitement and get so just lit up when I see <laughs> other humans sharing the different facets of themselves yeah. in big ways. It's mm. so exciting to me and I love this about you. I love how multifaceted you are, you know, like you will do plant medicine and then, you know, be dancing and rolling down a hill or, <laughs> um, yeah, and just the singing and just how you surrender to the different elements of your individuality and uniqueness. It's just so inspiring. And I, I love that. Thank you. And I love that you presenced the, the part of you that initially was in conflict or yeah, confusion around like, oh, I see this this shiny object, this beautiful person in the world. Like, I have to somehow differentiate myself or I couldn't be that. And then you came to this space where you realized, well, I am just a reflection of you and that anything you're viewing in the, in the world is is a part of you as well. If you want to go meta with it, like we're really all just express unique expressions of the same consciousness, of the same oneness. And I actually mm -hmm. went through a process with that in spiral practitioner training where I was in a room with a lot of really powerful people expressing their light in really powerful ways. 
And I had to go through my own internal process around experiencing intimidation and unworthiness and like a lack of confidence to then come to the place where I was like, oh, wait a minute. Like, no, like you can do this as well. You get to step in as well. You're just as powerful and maybe it'll look a different way. And yet you carry the same frequency within you, the same potential within you. And it's really freeing when you get to that space of like, oh, well, if I'm seeing it in the outside world, it's definitely within me as well. Yeah, it's interesting because for me, like what surfaces is, um, I don't want to take away from your light, you know, like if I show up too, I don't know, like it's more of like, that's what's surfacing for me Mm. in this moment. Um, yeah. Mm. That's, that's a beautiful, uh, thank you for presenting that as well. Um, I've, can I, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Yeah. So, so there's a part of you then that's experiencing that. If you go maybe 10 layers underneath that, if you just kind of sink beneath the surface of that reality, is there another reality that wants to speak to that from a different perspective? Um, yes, I want to be like singing and dancing and being in the light with you. (laughs) (laughs) Mm, mm, mm. So what's coming up for me around that is because I've experienced that as well. Like, oh, if I shine over here, it's going to take away from over there. And underneath that is this assumption that there's like a finite amount of light (laughs) And, um, and I, for me, I recognize like when I'm in that space, it's, it's coming from a space of scarcity. It's just another mask that the, the frequency of not enoughness wears. And then for me, how I move through that is I ground in the conviction that, and the remembrance that love the the higher frequencies of love and light as are the lower frequencies the more denser ones they're all self-generative so the more love Mm -hmm. that i express and the more light that i express the more that there is overall in the collective and that it's impossible to take it away from anywhere else it just magnifies the light everywhere else just as much as like if i'm in shame or guilt it, it has its own self-generative spiral as well. You know, so, so whichever one I tend to focus on is the one that grows and gets momentum. Mm-hmm. It's quite a process. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that is all so mm-hmm. true. And thank you for sharing your medicine and yeah, sharing your, your presence as well. It's such a beautiful gift and I'm just honored to be here with you and to be sharing Mm. it. Thank you. Thank you. And I love that shift too of um yeah, just feeding the the light and the love that exists collectively and it being this beautiful experience instead of like taking away from the other because you're right it just continues to shine and magnify and yeah I'm gonna visualize that and 
practice that. So mm, thank you. You're so welcome. And another piece that came up for me too, that I was speaking to in uh, what the sister, one of the sisterhoods that I run is that if we're getting a nudge to share and spread our joy or light, if we're getting an act, like we're pulled into that stream to accessing that and expressing it through ourselves. It's because there's somebody out there that is ready to receive it. There's somebody out there whose heart is open and needing our particular flavor of the medicine. And I, I went through this journey of feeling resistance to promoting other powerful beings in my space, because I was afraid that if I promoted them, that it would take people away from me. It was that like deep scarcity of like, oh, well, if I, if I shine light on this woman, then people are going to love them more than me. And and it was this whole like web of comparison and not enoughness. And again, I, I kept going back and reminding myself that, again, light and love is self-generative. But also, there, if there's magic on my heart, which I truly believe there's magic on everybody's heart, that it's not there for no reason. It's there because there's a very specific grid of people, beings. There's a ripple effect that it's meant, it's meant to touch. And so if, if it's mm-hmm. there, then the people that are here to receive it aren't going away. Like there's a soul contract around it. So even if we are promoting other people, mm-hmm. they have soul contracts with their own, you know, with their own system. And we have soul contracts with ours. And it never takes away as long as we're still shining our light and standing in our integrity. Yeah. And I'm implementing in that visualization practice that you essentially just gifted me and just feeding into the energy pool of this Mm. medicine of social media medicine of entrepreneurship of you know the other Mm. way yeah (laughs) and just feeding into that and maybe even bringing an intention, you know, I love to, to bring intention into Mm. all the shares that I do and treat recordings like ceremony and just, yeah, just invite it in and feed it. I love that you said invited into that speaks to this concept of channeling and that while we're a vessel and whatever moves through us uniquely is, is unique we're still channeling, mm-hmm. we're still tapping into a pool of consciousness that's been, you know, here for all of time. And, and when we start getting into like identity and like, this is my content or my magic or my message, there's a shadow mm-hmm. to that of like hoarding and scarcity and limitation that doesn't, it doesn't serve. Yeah. I'm with you, girl. <laughs> I, I'm with you. I've, been looking at this Mm. myself and you know it's interesting another one of my bullet points it's like we're crossing them off here so (laughs) (laughs) it's great it's great um comparison because yeah um I have confession I have compared myself to you Um, because you show up consistently online and I strive Mm. for that, you know, and I'm comparing myself to you, not in a bad way or a lack or anything, just, um, 
like to drive mm. me, you know, and to continue to, to show up. And I see that very much as, you know, your light mm. leading me and <laughs> <laughs> radiating out towards mm. me. And, um, yeah, I have visited the shadow of that yeah. as well. And I'm just so thankful for your sisterhood and your friendship and how you show up strong as a woman and in sisterhood and and with the feminine because it's so needed. And I really feel, you know, connected and seen and held. And I know, I know, Chrissy, that your magic and medicine is going to touch so many. And I really love that. Thank you. I receive that and I appreciate the acknowledgement. And I also appreciate that you pointed out that there's a shadow side and a lighter side to comparison. Because when you said the word comparison, my brain immediately was like, ew, yuck, it feels so gross. <laughs> and then I remembered that it's the intention behind the comparison that, that feeds the frequency. It like determines how comparison feels in your body. And comparison can be like, one, I'm not good enough. They're better than me. Comparison can be, I'm better than other people. And that still feels sticky. And then comparison is like, ooh, I see this light and power in this other person. And it inspires me and it pulls me forward over the line into courage. And, and that can be quite useful and effective. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. <sighs> the shadow work versus the light work and for some reason that has been so active in my field recently just shadow work versus light work I don't know what comes up for you whenever I speak those words if anything Uh, marriage (laughs) the two are necessary to be done together like it's 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 impossible to have integration if you're not doing both. And when I say integration, meaning like a sense of wholeness, if you're just doing, if you're just focusing on the light, meaning generating joy, peace, um, love, if you're really focusing on generating those emotions, but you're not acknowledging some of the tethers that, and the cords that get to be cut or experienced or processed or accepted and loved, down in the shadow, the parts of us that sometimes we're not even aware of, or the parts of us that we don't desire to feel, then there's a ceiling, like a glass ceiling on the amount of joy and love and peace we can experience. Similarly, Mm -hmm. like if we're only, you know, going into our heavy feelings, and we're like, I'm gonna feel all the feelings and tantrum all the tantrums and cry and scream and rage at the sky and let it all be okay. That's beautiful. and, And it can be necessary. And it can also become addicting and it can also be a cop out for not fully embracing the multi, what did you say? Multifaceted, like the Mm -hmm. spectrum of our humanity, which is the ability to, to master and to manage all of the emotions, which, you know, all the way from shame to peace and joy And some people are more afraid to feel joy than they are afraid to feel shame because shame is often (laughs) it's, it's conditioned into our system from a young age. And so we're just used to it. 
Mm-hmm. And joy can be something that we feel often as a child. Some people don't, they're not able to access it. They're like, I don't even know how to play. You know, when they come to me, they're like, what's play? Mm-hmm. Right. And so sometimes mm-hmm. joy and play is scarier than feeling shame and anger and sadness. So it's necessary to be able to navigate the whole range of experiences in order to, to live a truly fulfilling life of my belief. Yeah. Yeah. I believe all of that too. And that's really beautiful. I love that marriage. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's so true. So true. I love the duality and the polarity and just the energy that is felt in the presence of, you know, the harmony of dark and light Mm -hmm. and, um, yeah, and just being with whatever comes up, there's like this soft, sweet presence. And I just, I love living mm. in that and feeling mm. that. Yeah, that's really beautiful. So I want to talk about dancing <laughs> because I talk about that with you almost every time <laughs> I love it if we were if we were on video right now I would like be busting yeah. over two or three. <laughs> um would you just kind of riff on because I love your expression I just love all of what is coming through you as you are channeling in this experience right now and so I'm wondering if you would riff on just the topic of dancing and whatever comes up in your sure well so as you're speaking into that I I just got this memory and it's from a home video that my parents took of me when I was maybe four years old and I had like a plastic toy microphone and I was making up this song and singing this story while like climbing on top of the couch like all the way to the top and jumping off and rolling on the ground, and like hiding behind the couch, and then coming back out. I was super animated, (laughs) super animated. And I, it's interesting, like for, for somebody who for a really long time identified as introverted, I have this like intense animation of my emotions that feels so good when I allow it to move through me. Mm -hmm. And dance was something that when I was little, I went into dance class, I did like tap ballet jazz for maybe a year or so. But I was the oldest one in the class, and there was something about it. For whatever reason, I didn't enjoy it. I asked to quit. My parents let me quit. So my relationship with, like, formal dance was pretty short, and I didn't really return to it until I was maybe 21, and I went to an ecstatic dance class. Now, dance, even though I wasn't formally trained, like – people have their guilty pleasures. They go on YouTube and they, or Netflix and they watch their shows. Like my thing is to go on and watch world of dance or like the voice. And I would watch people dancing and singing and something about just witnessing people in their magic through movement ignited me. And it felt like such a deep remembrance. There was always a frustration that I couldn't access it in my own body So I went to an ecstatic dance class and it was a journey dance class, actually. And it was like a two hour dance of like personifying this epic saga of starting as a fetus and then moving into the cocoon and then emerging as a butterfly. 
And by the end of the evening, I was like skipping and twirling and jumping around this warehouse space, feeling like, wow, I found my people. You know, I, I have an imprint mm-hmm. of my magic of what it feels like to fully express in that way. And then slowly, I just started playing with channeling movement and, and sometimes generating movement and just allowing my body to explore space and, and movement with music. So as I did that, I started recognizing that it's a, a mechanism or a conduit for emotional release as well mm. and personal mm. creative expression. So, um, and the way I started dancing online was through a, like a seven day, seven days of soul challenge by Alexi Panos. She, this was maybe like two and a half years ago. And one of the days was like a, like a move your ass Monday or something like that. And I was like, <laughs> I'm going to take a video of myself. I'm going to post it on social media and it's going to be super stretchy. And it was pretty stretchy. But it got such positive feedback from people that I realized, oh, this is appreciated. This is, <laughs> this is something. There's something here. There's some medicine in this. So I started doing it more and more. And then eventually it's just become part of my occasional routine. Like if I'm feeling funky, like every, every at least once or twice a week or every couple of weeks, like I step into dance in order to move and express and to show up online and to share a flavor of my personality with people. Mm-hmm. So it's this win-win of, of using it to, to move me and to move others. And recently I've been, I've been playing more with channeling in my movement. So less generated movement and more like allowing my body to kind of flail around and come to this, um, come to this blank slate place where I just like allow myself to be moved. And it's interesting when I watch videos of myself back when I'm in that space, like I do things with my body I could never have done consciously. Like I move in such flow and synchronicity that, yeah, I just couldn't have generated with my mind. So it's really cool as an experience of also just stepping into flow state as well. Mm. Yes. <laughs> hey. <laughs> oh, so amazing. Wow. I love it so much. Um Yeah, it's almost like that enactment of, you know, the fetus to being born. Um was like your magic being born. Yeah. <laughs> and that's just so incredibly powerful. Mm. And wow, thank goodness you had that beautiful experience and continued to lean into the light and the love and the magic. And wow, it just is amazing to, to witness. Um, thank mm. you. Thank you, Mama. And what you just said about magic being born is very much alive for me right now after spiral practitioner training. And it's, it's, there's this thread of inner knowing that I've had all my life that it's not so much about what I do, but more about who I be. And the importance of putting myself in 
experiences and containers that allow more of myself to emerge and allow mm -hmm. me to experience deeper imprints of my magic because the more I experience my own magic, the more conviction I have in myself as a channel and in my purpose here. And then the more conviction I have in that, the more I show up, the more powerfully I show up, the more I serve, the more I connect and the more in flow with life I feel. And I'm a huge advocate for peak experiences, like whether it's plant medicine or journey dance or joining a support group, like stuff that gets you out of your normal day-to-day -day patterning. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I resonate big time and have similar life lifestyle, yeah, I should say. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's a lifestyle. Um, for sure. For sure is. It's a mm. choice. And, you know, it's a choice that I get to make for mm. myself every day and remind myself that I'm worthy of the shifting and the love and the mm. light and, you know, feeling that conviction mm. and having purpose. You know, I matter. What I say matters. Mm -hmm. And who I be matters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's a choice, you know, and I think that a lot of humans have, I'm trying to use my words carefully here, humans have the opportunity to get lost, I guess you could say, and um, I love that you've brought up the word remembrance a few times in this conversation, and it really is. It's just, oh yeah, I'm, I'm in this body and this body is a channel and there's lots of energy moving in and around me and I get to play mm. with it. Yeah. 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 Play, right? <laughs> we do get mm -hmm. to play with it. Mm -hmm. One of my friends says, don't take yourself too spiritually, which I love. Because <laughs> like, don't we all sometimes are just like in the mental masturbation of it all. We're like, ah, <laughs> overthinking, yeah. worrying. Yeah. It's like, that's not effective. Yeah. That's not actually moving anything yeah. through you. You're just stagnating there. And I know it well, because it's totally been home base for me for quite some time. And I still dip into it. Yeah, I am with you. And I was actually thinking about this in the shower today about, you know, how much I honor people who genuinely come from that deep, deep spiritual space, like mm. shamans and, um, you know, people who have taken the, the time and the energy to go deeper into this journey that we are mm -hmm. having. And just coming from that peace and serenity and I'm very attracted mm. to that and um, I also really honor what I title as my gangster <laughs> inside of yes. myself you know and listen people sometimes get confused by how deep I can go on this journey and into energy work and also that I can talk about the desire to throat punch somebody <laughs> you know um, yes <laughs> this is this yes. is real but as you said it's just this is my medicine this is my flavor I don't understand it but it's what mm -hmm. exists and so there we have exactly. it exactly like, um I'm so for that you know right because 
I think it's really important that we're able to express and own all the bits, all the bits and pieces, including, you know, the parts of us that want to throw a punch and the parts of us that want to sit in, you know, transcendental meditation for two hours. You know, that's not Mm -hmm. my flavor, Mm -hmm. but like, you know, my flavor would be like skank dancing, you know, and I say that with love and like no charge, Mm -hmm. like, like really allowing my inner slut to move through me when I'm dancing. And then there's a part of me that just wants to hold space, like, like blank slate, like pure love and sit with people through whatever their process is and keep the sass on the back corner. And then sometimes I do bring the sass into my sessions. I think that's actually part of my magic is I can bring a lot of play and lightness to shame and things that a lot of people would deem to be embarrassing or too much. It's like, I can, uh, we're going to laugh about it. I promise you. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And I love your gangster rap side. I think it's epic. Oh, thank <laughs> it's so <you>. good. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate mm-hmm. that. Um, that's something I've been stepping into more. And, you know, it's something that I still have a lot of fear of. I'm not even going to mm-hmm. lie. I I have done lives of me freestyling and deleted mm-hmm. them many mm-hmm. times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you. I feel you on that. I think that's part of the process of, of developing conviction is like, Mm -hmm. it's like, like you've got this river that you want to cross and you know, on the other side of the river is, is your magic. And we're constantly like throwing rocks into the water. And each time we throw a rock, we, we get a little bit closer and closer to building the bridge to like full conviction, like to be fully on fire. And like these lives are like the little rocks in the water. It's like, okay, like the bridge isn't fully there yet. And I can't totally access the conviction, but I'm going to trust that each time I, I throw a rock into the river it strengthens my ability to cross that river and get to the other side and like touch my magic and feel my magic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. Thank you so much. It's a beautiful visualization. I'm all about the visualization (laughs) practices. And so I really appreciate Mm -hmm. that deeply. Um, And, you know, something that helps me is seeing other people show up and building their conviction mm-hmm. and um, acknowledging that and, and loving people for that. You know, when I see other people freestyle rapping mm-hmm. online, I'm just so ignited. And I sometimes even allow myself to feel like embarrassment for them and stuff. But I know that it's just like moving yep. through me. Yeah. You know? um, so, but I enjoy it. Like I enjoy seeing that and seeing uh, the different facets as we have spoken to of, of other humans. I, I enjoy my individuality and my medicine. And I also enjoy knowing that I'm not alone. Yeah. I don't, I've definitely not completely moved. I don't know if I ever will completely move through that sense of like, Oh, like full conviction around everything that I'm expressing. Like even last night I had a good cry. Like I sobbed, like, just broke down in the mirror. My inner teenager was like, pay attention to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And, and I, immediately I got this hit. It was like, share your, like, share your experience right now. And as I'm typing, I'm like, there was another part of me that was like, 
ew, are you seeking attention here? Like, what's your intention? And so it was, it was such a process for me of grounding into my conviction and remembering like, hey, I'm here to be permission to express all facets of you from a space of it's all allowed, it's all okay, and I have tools to move through it. I'm not stagnating, right? But like, even after posting it, I had like a little vulnerability hangover. I was like, oh, oh I wonder how that's going to be received. And um, that's when I think it's really important that we do the work to receive ourselves and to love up on ourselves and celebrate ourselves for going in and, and just being with the process. So much mm-hmm. there. It's so layered. Yeah. yeah, it absolutely is. There are so, so many layers. And yeah, to speak to what I would imagine is a layer of this process, at least it has shown up as a layer for myself, is um, – fear of judgment is a layer Mm -hmm. for me surrounding what you're speaking of. And, um, yeah, it's been a big one. It's been Mm. a big one for me, for me to look at and to dive into. And what I'm finding is I am, I guess a warrior, not I guess, I am a warrior for authenticity and presence. And I have been questioned by other humans in my authenticity for sharing, you know, the tears and the expression and those things show up, um, have shown up up until this point in my field, like, I've been told that I'm seeking attention and all of these things. And sometimes maybe I was a little bit and sometimes maybe I wasn't, but it doesn't mean that in seeking the attention, it's coming from, you know, um, like a dark place, Mm. you know, Um, like I desire to, to share all parts of myself and to be vulnerable and, authentic and you know I find myself when I'm making posts just thinking about the things that other people could say and the judgments that could be passed on me and I sit with like okay can I handle these judgments Mm. right now like am I brave enough am I courageous enough to to move through Mm. this and I get to use my tools and my practices and and do Mm. it Yeah. I resonate with that a lot. And I'm feeling into my process around that. Because when I first started sharing online, maybe two, three years ago, I wasn't established. Like I didn't have a a brand or a niche and I still really don't. <laughs> I, I kind of rebel against all of that. Um, mm-hmm. But I stayed grounded in process is progress. And that if we bypass the process and we try to look polished, we're just painting an illusion. Like we're, we're, We're keeping those people in our field who are witnessing us in their own prison of repression. Mm -hmm. And and what I do personally when I'm sharing is I set an intention, like what's the frequency that I want to emit? And I make sure that it's a frequency over the line. I don't know if you've read power. Have you read power versus force? 
I have not. So power versus force is a beautiful and a, a bit a heady book on mm-hmm. frequency and how it's been measured to affect the body. Um, through... I love it. It's, I it's awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> so it's actually given me a context, a framework and an understanding for my intentions around showing up and David Hawkins, who wrote the book, measured people's response in the body, musculature response to emotions like shame, anger, guilt, fear, desire, pride. And then he would go up the line of the scale of consciousness into emotions of courage, neutrality, willingness, joy, love, peace, enlightenment. And what he found is that humans who were experiencing emotions below the line of courage, so like the fear, anger, shame, guilt, whenever they were muscle tested in those frequencies, their body was in a state of weakness. So their arm wasn't able to sustain pressure. And the larger scale implication is that when we're experiencing those emotions, our body is temporarily or chronically in a space of weakness and vulnerability. So like, this is why people get sick when they experience a lot of anxiety or depression or their immune systems down and courage was the emotion from which the body moved from a state of weakness into a state of strength. And it was the power. It's the power line. It's the first power line. And then above courage is the neutrality, willingness, love, peace, joy, and the body increasingly becomes stronger physically as humans experience those vibratory states. And so whenever I come online, I connect with one of those emotional frequencies above the line. And sometimes if I'm experiencing a lower frequency like shame or guilt, I'll move through that frequency first and then I'll connect to, okay, so what's, what's the message here? And if I can't connect to you know, peace or joy, I'll first connect to courage, which I define as the ability to do something in spite of feeling fear for the sake of a higher consciousness, for the sake of something that's more powerful mm-hmm. than the fear. So sometimes I'll post things just for the sake of courage. Like, hey, I've got this mm-hmm. magic on my heart and I don't fully feel convicted in it right now, but I know that on the other side of this post is my conviction. So for the sake of courage, mm-hmm. for the sake of doing it for a belief that maybe I, I don't yet have anchored in, I'm going to step into the arena and I'm going to play and see what shows up. And then sometimes there's moments where it's like, actually, I can connect to love and I can connect to joy. So I'm going to bring that frequency into the post and I'm going to talk about shame and guilt Mm -hmm. from a space of compassion. And maybe it's like I'm writing a letter to my younger self or I'm journaling to my younger self from that vibration. At least then I'm still bringing, I'm still bringing a message and a frequency that's over the line. And it's not just recycling the shame or the guilt or the anger. So that, that for me is a powerful anchor point. If I can connect to any of those emotions over the line and bring it through, then I feel Mm -hmm. like I'm standing in integrity with serving other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you for all of that. I really enjoyed listening and absorbing that and breathing into it. Yeah, I'm sitting with my process and 
examining the frequencies that I emit when I release posts Mm. and I resonate a lot with what you shared and another thing that came up for me was releasing it to release it to heal and to be seen and it's in those posts that I think perhaps I'm most judged or up until this point I have been the most judged for Mm. you know because I do want to Mm. be seen I want to be seen I want to be heard Mm. and social media is a place that we can show up and be seen and heard in whatever it is that we desire to be seen and heard in and I do this to show others that they can be seen and heard and that social media can be a positive place and it doesn't have to be a negative place or this illusion that you know I love that you spoke of an illusion and I see that activated on social media as this illusion that we're painting and um yeah I'm not attempting to paint any illusion Mm. (laughs) Mm. beautiful beautiful I feel that Mm -hmm. I really feel that and there's a there's such a bravery in that right and and willing and the bravery and the willingness as well to look at yourself and acknowledge oh yeah there's still parts of me that are seeking attention and like let's be honest can it's so hard to disconnect from those parts of us because they're 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 evolutionary like functions you know (laughs) it's like ingrained in our system we're meant to be in tribe and so like we're we're not only conditioned but like it's in our DNA. It's in our, it's in our survival mechanisms to, to question and to seek approval from tribe in order to feel safe and to belong. And it's such a process of discernment as to like, okay, so what's my intention? Acknowledging the parts of us that are seeking approval. And, and for me personally, like having, like knowing who's receiving on the other side if I'm seeking something specific, like if I'm seeking to be received like with unconditional love, like if that's actually my intention, then Facebook, like my wall might not be the place for that. Like maybe it's a phone call with a girlfriend or going into a specific group that I know has a context, like a, like a clear standard, like this is, we're going to bring all of the shit and we're just going to hold space for it. Mm -hmm. So maybe it's, I go there first Mm -hmm. and then I share online on my public space about the process, but it's quite a process and especially gosh this comes up in my relationship <laughs> like uh, i've been learning this hardcore around my partner like sometimes he's not available to handle like all of me in the moment he's not available to hold me in the ways that i desire and having the expectation that i'm going to be held actually creates more suffering and so then it becomes a process of learning okay how do i hold myself here and then come back to the space and ask for what I need and still be okay with not getting it, you know, and finding other mm-hmm. containers. It's been quite a journey of learning um, discernment around where I receive yeah. what from. Yeah. And you know what's really beautiful, though, is that it's there to be received. Mm-hmm. And I just am just seeing and feeling into just 
how abundant this experience is and anyone Mm. who's listening you know if you feel lost at times or resonate with what we've been speaking to I just want you to hear everything that Chrissy just shared and know that support is there community is there Mm. and anything that you need to move through anything that is arising you you are supported you are held yes yes and and how beautiful is it like you are that person for people like you are the permission and the lighthouse for others to step into their authenticity so even if their current circle of friends isn't quite available to understand and receive their multifacetedness like you're an example that there are people out there that can receive their multifacetedness. And that is such, like hope is such an important gatekeeper and necessary for stepping into joy and conviction and magic. And so you are that gatekeeper that when people witness you or they tune into these podcasts, their magic is reignited. It's like energetically they know that they're safe somewhere. You know, and and that's beautiful because when we can feel safe in the world or with other people as mirrors, it helps us learn how to feel safe within ourselves. Because whether or not we're getting that imprint of safety from outside of ourselves or from within ourselves, it's it's still really powerful to have an imprint of, ooh, I can hold this. I can hold this. And I think eventually, you know, I, I'm a stand for people being able to hold themselves but I'm also a, like such a stand for the power of conscious tribe and sisterhood and brotherhood to allow people the container to experiment with what it's even like to feel held and fully supported first as they're building their own capacity to do it for themselves. And you provide that for people. So I want to acknowledge and celebrate you for that. Thank you. I feel really blessed and thankful and in just such a deep state of peace (laughs) and gratitude in this moment. I share that. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Chrissy, is there any last words or anything that you want to share as we come to a close Mm. what's coming up for me is just the importance of allowing and embracing whatever's coming up for you like allowing the triggers to be okay allowing the shame to be okay allowing the joy to be okay and and having a play with what it's like to just like ride the waves of feeling without going into story, without trying to make meaning right away, but just like appreciating. I love that you said that. Like, it's so amazing that we get to have this experience or experiences of all these different emotions. Like, how cool is it that we get to experience not just, you know, anger and sadness and grief but the joy and the peace and the love as well. Like it's when I'm fully, when I'm fully in the denser frequencies of like shame, anger, 
and then joy, peace. Like I feel really alive and this might seem counterintuitive for those like denser frequencies, but I have tools to move through them. So when you have the tools, like you tend to start getting excited for the breakdowns because you're like, ooh, like I know there's some like juicy, juicy <laughs> transformation. There's novelty. There's creativity on the other side of this one, on this wave. Mm-hmm. So yeah, embracing those and also remembering the importance of support systems. So finding mm-hmm. a support system, whether it's a mentor or a group, but finding a safe space to experiment and play with all the different dimensions that you are as a human being. Mm-hmm. That's so important. Mm-hmm. It's changed my life. Yeah. And we are here now in, in this life and change, transition, cycles, seasons, all of that. It's part of the, the experience we're having and I just feel your your power and thank you for for being here and helping guide others in their journey of this life and for just showing up as much as you do thank Mm. you you're welcome thank you for (laughs) co-creating with me today (laughs) so fun (laughs) So much love, girl. Love you so much. Thank you for being here. It is an honor to share with each and every one of you authentically. Tune in and visit the website authenticallymeradio.com. You are exactly where you are supposed to be, doing exactly what you are supposed to be doing. And you are loved.